Hey guys, it's Steve Zanardo and Hussein Kambani with East Meets West podcast. Where we have an amazing uh, topic today we're going to jump into and just we'll talk about our weeks now. Yeah. How was your week, buddy? Week has been good. Yeah. Um, more or less stable. We've had a couple of buyer sales. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we have a couple of listings that will come up in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, things are continuing to move. Same stuff over here is like uh, in Pickering, like anything that's kind of over a million, million one, still taking a while to move. Sure. Um, but anything else that's kind of priced in that 700 and below is moving quick. Still seeing a bunch of multiple offers happening o- over here as well. So yeah, things are looking good in this market. Yeah, you know what? You see, same in our end. Everything is, is definitely moving at high speeds. So I, I sold like four properties going into the weekend, which that's is amazing. awesome. With yeah. a few buys in there too and a few uh, listings. Um, I loaded that massive property. That's awesome. Well, it was not massive, but it was over. It was a two two. We sold it for two million two hundred fifty thousand plus the agent kicked in fifteen k. Yeah. So uh, it's basically ten percent over the, the na- next door neighbor sale from last year, which is wow. in the same market. So we made an extra two hundred thousand. Ten percent is a lot of an increase. Uh, it's two hundred thousand yeah. dollars for the exact same house, yeah. right? The sale in 2017 uh, was two point nine million. Yeah. And then we went down all the way to one point six wow. last year. That's from what two point nine to one point six. I'm saying. Oh, so wow. the the fight for me selling yeah. this property was huge. So yeah. the, the agent that came in took literally. He submitted an offer under 1.9 million. We got him up to over 300,000 to get him where yeah. we currently are, are now. Uh, not to mention like endless calls, endless text messages, emails. We had an in-person meeting with agent to agent. Yeah. He brought in his comparables. I brought yeah. him into the boardroom in Kleinberg and I put like, I, I kind of educated him what's going on here and why he's got to pay this certain amount of money that we're asking. So the negotiation time took how long? 45 days. Wow. Yeah, intense. But you know what, it, it ended up working out. like. Ultimately, yeah, we want to get more for our clients, and, and I think they wanted more. Uh, but based on you know twelve showings, and this is the only offer, and it stuck around from March third. That's awesome. Till now, yeah, so serious buyers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was that. That was a good sale, and um, yeah, and we put up a ton of listings too. I think I put up another three to four listings. Good for you, man. Another two. So there's a ton of inventory coming in. That's awesome. So, yeah. Do you feel like by any chance it's a little bit more delayed? It seemed like we got a fast start, but then it seemed like it calmed down a bit, and now it seems like it's starting to ramp up again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Even me in the beginning of the year, it was okay. I was putting up listings. Sales were a little bit uh, down from last year. I think the, mm-hmm. in the first couple months, but yeah. now it's starting to progress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm holding I don't know twelve or thirteen listings, something pretty crazy. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to manage. Yeah, it's a lot to manage. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot to manage. Yeah. yeah, so but it's good. It's good to keep it going, right? Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Cool. So Topic, man. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I was, remember, you were talking about one of the podcasts, yeah. podcasts in the uh, in the in prior uh, both insolvency. I think yeah. you, you said it was two hundred dollars. Yeah, but I heard it on the radio. It was like some some um, some agency was saying like one in ten households were within two hundred dollars a month of insolvency. Yeah, but you found something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, so it says basically for so that's titled, and this is where I get all, a lot of my information from the site. That's this is from the mortgage agents. This is what they got, right? So it says basically forty eight percent of Canadians just just two hundred dollars from insolvencies. Forty eight percent of Canadians of, of Ontarians. Ontarians. It's, yeah. Wow. Forty of two hundred dollars away from insolvency. So, you know, they got to change the tires on on the on the truck. Not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. I don't know if they do. It's, yeah. They're not paying one other bill yeah. that month. So two hundred. And but what imagine you were saying, cost. yeah. But imagine, like what you were even saying. So if that's only two hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Then how many people are away? Like from you were saying, from like five hundred dollars or even thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's it's such an interesting article, um, and, and it just it just makes sense because we're seeing this. Remember, we're talking yeah. about being the canary. We've been kind of saying this for a little while now. We're seeing yeah. this, but this is the actual proof I needed to to actually cement in my mind that what I'm talking about. 
is, is what's happening because I can see it at first hand, especially dealing with clients and, and, and watching colleagues and, and other people at work, right? Especially the, the uh, so look at this, I'm at the gym this morning, I was talking to uh, a, con a contractor, he's a, a small builder, yeah. and uh, he says, hey man, what's going on? Uh, he goes, everyone's calling me for work, nobody's working. Remember when I was talking about the yeah, chief, yeah, yeah. chief economist was talking about yeah. that, you know, we're in, uh, resilient. The employment was great. Resilient. And, and, and he basically put a huge emphasis on uh, as long as employment is okay, everything else will be okay. <laughs> oh, there Remember? Yeah. Like, that was the biggest kicker topic. The topic. It was just like employment's great, employment's great. You know, everything's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, kept going off on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this guy's at the gym, he's saying nobody's working. Everyone's I get three to five calls a day from different trades, carpenters, bricklayers, this you know. These guys are uh, they're high income earners. Like yeah. you know, a, a tradesman, uh, union tradesman will probably make eighty to hundred K, let's call it, right? Yeah. So they they earn a lot of money. You know, and their lifestyle matches that. So imagine now that they're, everyone's looking for work and there's nothing. So yeah. There's no residential being built. There's only one site now in, in Kleinberg, I noticed, that they're starting to frame houses, but the rest is just That stagnant. new Kleinberg? Uh, no, this is this would, would be more on the east, east end, so more in, in Kleinberg itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like, um, I think it's very interesting. Like, uh, so there's, as long as employment, uh, if you're seeing employment come down, for sure, yeah. It's all pointing in that direction that yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're talking about, and this is why I'm taking action. So rental properties, I feel like we're we're gonna be into, we're gonna hit, we're gonna see this shit very soon. I think 2020, like I, you know, the, the federal government's gonna stimulate the economy, like we've been talking about, and then naturally next year, it's like you taking over a company that's been mismanaged. You're gonna look at it and say, hey, we gotta make changes here. What what do we we gotta start cutting spending? We gotta start putting more money in the treasury. So what are you gonna do? But I mean, that's a pretty scary number. So, so what? I yeah. guess like then, what is going to be the tipping scale? Because two hundred dollars seems pretty thin. It's super thin. Like for forty-eight percent. That's forty-eight percent of Canadians. So it says here, even it says even an increase of a hundred dollars per month will be an issue for many with a share of uh, respondents who felt confident that they could cope with the one percent rise in interest payments on debts. So we're talking about that one percent interest, right? Yeah. So one percent interest. It's like what uh, annually? Uh, so basically, every month on a hundred thousand dollars, it was like eighty-three dollars. And then if you have like a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage that's still owing on your property, it's two hundred and fifty dollars a month just on interest. So, imagine, so if it goes up one percent, one percent. So imagine yeah. you know typical uh, mortgage, let's say mortgage in let's say Vaughan area where I'm from, is probably six to eight hundred thousand. So six hundred thousand is easy, like five hundred bucks. It's just on interest and loan, it will be yeah, five hundred dollars. So that's one thing. So you, so the mortgage for the house is one thing. Okay, so now and you if got, you're servicing debt. You're servicing debt. So now you got your line of credit. Yeah, you, you bought the boat. So your line of credit is on, the, and the vacations are on that. So that's gonna naturally yeah. come up to another one yeah. percent. So and that's at a rate. You could be easily like what five hundred to a thousand dollars just up in interest when it comes up at one percent. Yeah, you could easily a thousand dollars, and it's not like you're not getting any value for it. It's just extra money. It's just gone. extra money gone. Yeah. So even a line of credit, it's usually prime plus something, right? Yeah. So like obviously, like they work in we, like two plus, ways, right? Plus one or two now? I think it was like one, one and a bit or something. Yeah. So, but like it, but that's if you have one of those rates, right? That's like um, attached. Usually, like a home line of credit or something like that would be prime plus half a point or a point or something like that. And yeah, if you yeah. have these other revolving credits, yeah, it's like prime plus. Prime plus. Yeah. Does, but it could be like 10%, 12%. No, does the visa go up or is that just staying? I think that stays. That stays because yeah, that's you're already, already getting screwed at 23% yeah, compounds. How much? 23? <laughs> Somewhere like, like 30? 
32, yeah, 30, yeah. Yeah, 30%, 29.9. So that's so now you get even if you're getting into a car, you get at least a new vehicle. So yeah. that's all gonna affect it's, that. It's gonna affect pricing across yeah. the board, right? Not to mention now the fuel costs are just I just filled up when uh, and we gotta fill up once a week, but I mean uh, so 65 liters premium fuel in that car, it was $94. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for me to actually remember a number for gas, it means it was a lot yeah. because the new, I think, you know, before the carbon tax got put back in, it was like was 65, it? something like that. Yeah. yeah. $65. Little, little yeah. High seventies. Yeah. 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 Or high sixties. Sorry. But you know, you said something very interesting too, about even like cars. So we are talking straight about mortgage and other debts, but cars yeah. is a very interesting one I find because a lot of day, like right now, a lot of people are just pitching you cars on weekly payments and bi-weekly did you payments. Hear this? Yeah, Honda like did one this morning, weekly, $84. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's, it's, $320 a month. Yeah, exactly. So all of those costs are going to go up too. So instead yeah. of being weekly 85 bucks or whatever, it's going to be weekly 100 bucks. So cost of everything is going to go up, not just that. So you could say like your mortgage would go up 500 bucks or 300 bucks, but cost of living in general is going to go up. So look at the look at the mentality how how they're selling. For example, you made that just now they're offering a weekly lease payments and stuff like that. Where is the, so this this rings true? So where is the economy with finances? If they're trying to pitch you an eighty four dollar a week brand new car, but yeah. and in reality it's like three thirty or three forty plus HST and everything. Like where is where is, what's after this? At a daily rate? Like I don't understand. Like you can't. Go it's any like further. marketing gimmicks that people buy into, though, right? Like that's just the thing. But so so. But, but they started at like at a really high point, and now we're down to like. Think about weekly. it. That's civic. That's civic. If you kind of come and tell me to come and grab that thing for like you know five hundred bucks a month, I'm going to tell you it's not going to happen. Fair right? enough. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me eighty nine bucks bi weekly, like it makes or uh, weekly. Sorry, it makes more sense, right? But but they're trying to psychologically to to get you to spend money. Yeah. But remember before it was like leasing didn't exist. Yeah. This is why high-end vehicles, whoever had a Mercedes or a BMW in the 80s and early 90s. It was actually or, meant something. Well, they were, yeah. they were, they were, they were, those guys made money. It was yeah. like, wow, that's like an elite. Yeah. Now anybody can own the vehicles that we have. Yeah. It's very easy, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but look at how it all tailored down where now anybody can afford a luxury vehicle and then now they're even going further down with these lease payments and yeah. just this manipulation of like weekly payments rather than monthly. Yeah. But where's the economy at? Like that's, that's scary to me. Cause that's that's rock bottom, you know. But but the thing is, it's for it's sure it's where the economy. That cigarette butt, you yeah, know? <laughs> but it's where the economy is at. And then, like, think about it. This is targeted to mass consumers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 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 there's a lot of uh, marketing research and consumer behavior studies that go on before they launch these type of things. Of you know what I mean? So so the thing is, think about it. Then they're saying like the general public is going to be attracted to these kind of things. Isn't that like uh, insulting almost? Uh, totally, yeah. totally. This is what I'm saying. It's 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 like the it's the end. It's yeah. the last drag of that That's cigarette like pretty butt. In insulting, right? You ever watched that movie called Idiocracy? No. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's it's a spoof. It's Luke Wilson, and basically, United States. Fast forward in the future, the guy time time travels from our era into into that into this future where it just people are just dumb. It's idiocracy. That's why it's called the movie Idiocracy. So basically the president's like a wrestler, like a WWF wrestler. Yeah. Similar to what we have yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same thing. <laughs> and, and they don't know. And, and Gatorade is their new water. They don't use water for everything. It's just for toilets. Wow. So now they can't grow any crops because they put Gatorade on, on plants and the salt yeah, yeah, yeah. is killing plants. So anyway, just going back to that, this is pretty much what we're going to the idiocracy. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And so look at this. So, so if they're saying weekly payments of $84, someone that that's maybe 200 to $500 of, you know, has yep. making, you know, 
has two to five hundred dollars left. Squeeze themselves to get this car. Yeah, and no, and they say, well, if the if the guy if they promote it at three hundred and fifty dollars per month, they yeah. might say, um, yeah, I'm only you know three to five hundred bucks left. I'm not gonna do it. But if they say eighty four dollars, they psych like themselves done. off. They talk to their wife. It's only eighty four dollars per week. We can stop do getting it. Tim Hortons coffees in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we won't do this. It's, we'll stop smoking, and we'll go into this uh, car. But it's just it's it is insulting. It just that's where our civilization is going to. But that's what we're buying into as a mass uh, consumer audience. Like yeah. this is what we're buying into. I'm, I'm this guilty. Is what's, yeah, I'm guilty. In, in this a, is what's attracting yeah. us. But at least that's a car, man. I've seen some advertisements for like uh, TVs. You know, weekly monthly payments <laughs> or like monthly payments on TVs now. At least if we're talking cars, that's okay. Well, not okay. But look I mean, at look at Hugo Boss. You're buying TVs on cameras. That, that's you shouldn't be having that TV, yeah. right? So look at us. I go to Hugo Boss. We bought some, bought clothing, you know, naturally for the year or whatever. So, and and I'm a victim of this too because you know I three and you got you know two and there are one price. So yeah. so I'm looking at these Hugo Boss shirts where we're like this like uh, casual like dress and stuff like that. Regular price one hundred twenty bucks. Get them for sixty seven dollars each or seventy dollars. Yeah. So I spend well over a thousand dollars there with jeans and everything. Yeah. But you know if. Uh, but I think that's necessary. Sometimes you got to do that. No, you you yeah. have to. And at yeah. least I'm I'm buying at a bargain yeah. rather than anything else. But I mean, ultimately, it's the uh, maybe I could have got either just spending two hundred dollars, just maybe two shirts. Yeah. But because the deal looks so amazing. Yeah. I walked out with it like twelve, thirteen hundred bucks. But, but shoes, belts. But I pants. look at that differently. Yeah. I look at that differently. I look at that and I say uh, that purchase was based on value. Yes, yes, yes. There's a huge value play in that. Well, for sure. But it played into my psyche because, hey, don't worry. You know, you you get three shirts. It's $67 worth 100 or something, right? You're saving like 25 to 30%. So I'm like, wow. Why not? I love numbers. Like, we're just making a saving, you know. If you need it and you're getting a deal, then it's all good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) absolutely. That's it, buddy. So what else else is going on? This is it. not a whole lot else going on, man. Yeah, uh, I noticed too in the market. Um, so, so we reported last week was seventeen thousand three hundred and fifty-two units yeah. available for sale. This yeah. week was like only two up, like thirteen seventeen thousand three hundred and fifty-four units. I think we're basically reached our inventory limit right now. We reached it, yeah. but you, you know what? So maybe because the Easter weekend and everything, yeah. there was they weren't uh, listing. But I think twelve to fourteen houses actually sold in those seven yeah. eight days. There was a lot of sales that oh, are shit. coming through. I yeah. just got a message this morning. You know, we had those, the the sends you out the MLS hot list. Yeah, I think like five or six uh, properties just in the little Bolton area sold conditional. We were one of them over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of properties, and they're still gonna move. But like, I, like I was, I've been talking to a lot of people about listing their properties right now. And it's like, you know, should be weighed or whatever yeah. else like that. But it's same thing that you were saying is, you know, you got to basically be done by June. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You got to be out. Yeah, you got to be out of there by June. Sure. I think you got the rest of April. You got May yeah. and then maybe a week or two in June. But yeah. like that's starting to become risky, I would say. It is. Yeah. I, w- I was with a client yesterday. We we sold and bought their house over the weekend too, yeah. right? That was one of the deals. And uh, their mother's got to go to the market too. She's got a house. And I've been begging her. And, and, and so th- people don't get like where, where we're coming from. Yeah. Like we're coming from a place where we want to help. Yeah. And we're we're building a business that's long term. Yep. So I would never misguide information to make a quick buck down yeah. because our business is pretty much we're making you know we're making deals every month. So yep. we don't have to like trick people into doing stuff. We can be accurate yep. with with what we're telling yep. them. And I'm I'm begging them like you got to get to the market. You, you in your area, particular area, there's literally one or two listings just south of you in, in, a, in a worse off area than you, and you got like a prime piece of real estate, and you're waiting. Yeah, it should be on. S- 
especially because you know people get worried about staging and decluttering and stuff like that. I get it. Yeah. And and there's and it's necessary a lot of the time. Yeah. But in, in particular areas where you know the demographics that's going to buy and yeah. they're going to duplex something and they're they're going it's just going to be a disaster in the yeah. next five years at this particular house. Just get it to the market. They're going to buy it yeah. as is, where is because they have the intention of what they're going to do with it. Exactly. But but right now, like okay. I obviously believe in staging and proper yeah, presentation. Yeah, of course. No, no, you have to. Else like yeah, that. yeah. But the thing is, uh, like in certain markets, like if you're in the spring market, like if you can get it to looking yeah. decent, clean, instead of like going all crazy, I think yeah. you're still in a better position yeah. to go quicker. T- timing's yeah. always going to net you more money yeah. at, at the end. It's all about timing because yeah. you get a property, um, you know, destaged or not or not staged and just a little bit cleaned up and, and decluttered yeah. in today's market. And you go to the market in July. Yeah, it's going to be stage, way different. Painted, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be way different. You're going to make more hey, money hey, in, in hey, this market. Yeah, you're going to definitely make more money, and it's just yeah. not worth it. Like, uh, even I was talking to a potential client yesterday on a listing appointment, and I just told him, like, you know, they want to go on at the end of May, yeah, something like that, it's just so it's closer to end of school, and it's going to be easier for the transition. I said, like, you know, you got to be on now. Like, I would tell you in a week, like, your house is not even that bad. Like, just. You know, put Turn it together. Around. Yeah. You know, we could get it up and running in a week. We should just do that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Price it correctly. And you told them the right thing. Yeah. Because they'll they'll end up netting the money out, yeah. and then they're gonna they're gonna have a closing date just prior to the school year. I think this is where they forget where it's like you're gonna list at the end of in June and then the end of June, but your closing date might might jump into yeah. September. Right yeah. now, you can you can move in the summer and get yeah. prepared for the new school year. Exactly. And and it, and I think it's a good time because I even told them like, look, chances are that it could go in a week, but it could probably take two or three weeks Absolutely. to possibly sell. Yeah. place so yeah. uh because it's at a normal price point and it's going to be priced well so you know it, it's like even if you sell it at like towards the end of may into the first week of june you're good because you probably can get like a 60 to 90 day closing and i said you'd be at the right time to go out and buy it's like what you've been saying as yeah. well right like so if you can go out and buy like in july yeah i think that would be great Nobody's end looking. of end of june into july like you still get your 60-ish days closing it's, best. it's the best you're gonna be looking at houses and shorts yeah are we allowed yeah. to wear shorts on showing? I don't know. I guess it's up to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's good, man. Uh, Wouldn't do it with the $2.3 million listing, though. No, they're really cool people, yeah. though, eh? Yeah. Honestly, every time I go over there, it's like, it, it, what was there? I dropped off the remaining paperwork. She gave me, like, a nice tea to me soup over the Easter weekend. Nice, like, nice. beautiful, uh, you know, Italian pastry. Coffee. I, I told him, like, if you keep treating me like this, yeah. I'm not going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to move in with you guys. No, really nice people. No, really. Nice. Yeah. I, I think, you know, going before going into the luxury market, market like in these higher end houses, we always we had fear of, yeah. of uh, the people that we'll be dealing with that it maybe they're stuck up or they're not. Uh, they'll look down on us in a sense, right? But, you know, you know what? They're very, a lot of these, you know, wealthy people are very humble, they're yeah. very grateful, and, and they appreciate your hard work because yeah. they know what it takes to, to get stuff done. And I think that's the characteristics, and, and that's why they are the, where they are. 100%, yeah. 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 And, and so uh, generous, right? Which is good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good, man. Cool. Very good. All righty. Awesome. That's it. You want to do a little mindset thing? Let's do it. Let's do it. What do you got? Yeah, okay. What do you got for mindset? What do you got for mindset? So, so conveniently enough, I have a talk on Sunday with Linda from NLP oh, Canada. Yeah, so yeah. she's got like a whole thing going on. There's like 11 speakers. So I got like a small segment, a 10-minute nice. segment. So she picked my topic on willpower. So uh, one of the takeaways I'm going to leave with, with the group there, because I, I structured it where um, I want to talk about my goals. Then the midsection, the second point is going to be how I use willpower to muscle through yeah. my career and, and where I'm at now. And the last section is going to be um, a takeaway where they can actually incorporate into their lives. Nice. So for mindset, uh, especially willpower, because willpower is is the fuel. It will fill you your dreams. You need that to go in. Yeah. It'll fill your dream, yeah. dreams. 
And uh, uh, I'll give you a quick, quick um, thing that I did. And, and so with willpower, you want to you wanna be consistent naturally, daily, and that's where it is. So how do you do that? You create wins. Yeah. So simple wins. I think I was yeah. talking to you yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you create simple wins. If you, if you look at a, a pilot before he takes off, he has a checklist and he has multiple tasks before he takes it onto the tarmac and then and ready for takeoff. So, you know, check the flaps, check the engines, check the pressures, all these things, all check, 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 check. So what I did is, is well, in my career was, because I was a huge cold caller, imagine yeah, 50 to 60,000 calls a that's year. That's crazy. It was negative. You're crazy. It's negativity all day, right? It, it is because people are saying, no, they're swearing at you. It's a whole negative. You might get one out of like 50 that are decent, right? They're, uh, that, that'll take your call and be kind to you. So uh, what I did is, is to, to create a checklist and, and win. So basically, uh, let's say I had like 20 wins for the day. I'll just talk about maybe the first 10 points. Yeah. But so the first win was waking up on time. Yeah. That was a check. That was a win. The next one was praying. Another yeah. win. Then it was meditating. Another win. Yeah. Then it was exercise at the gym. Another yeah. win. Then it was affirmations. Another win. Yeah. Then it was at the office role playing my scripts. Another yeah. win. Then it was writing out my scripts. Another win. Then it was starting to prospect that two hour mark. A win. Yeah. 50 contacts. Another win. So by the time I like, you know, by the time I got to my appointments in the end of the afternoon or in the evening, I was already a winner. Yeah. Even though that we didn't make any money or our whole objective was prospecting was set appointments. Like yeah. I was like set appointments, set appointments. That's what they're grilling in our minds. But even if you didn't set appointments and you got like say 12 out of the 13 points, you're yeah. like a 90% average yeah. of a winner. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's you good psyched, for your head. So you psyched yeah. out your mind. Yeah. And what you're doing there is also you're building willpower because you're staying consistent with with your with, with your daily schedule. Yeah. So that's willpower in itself. So yeah. it's almost tricking yourself psyche and, and also building that willpower muscle. Yeah. So that's a takeaway. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I think yeah. that's good. But willpower like also comes in with like uh, the need to accomplish something, yeah. right? So like, I think you have to have like, worthy enough goals i think i've talked that we've talked about it in the past too it's not because somebody else has a goal to get a ferrari or a lamborghini or something else like that you can't just incorporate that based on what you see i think i think uh that could also be like a misconception and lead you the wrong way i think you got to be able to kind of know what you want to get out of it and then the willpower will uh, you're going to need it but 100 percent. if you don't have i feel like if you don't have a direction of where you're going to go it doesn't matter how much willpower or goal power you have yeah. you're not going to go anywhere no, it's, yeah it's almost pirates of the caribbean you know jack sparrow he's got his compass he's trying to find the heading the thing keeps spinning around yeah. he can't find it just the yeah. heading um yeah, it's it's it, it's. I think willpower comes even when you're young, when you're faced with with really uh, hardships. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's a lot of people that have willpower, even they're very successful. They had to push through something to build this muscle. Yeah. And uh, even myself, being always smaller than than I was always short and small and skinny than the rest of. The, I was always late bloomer, yeah. right? So what I had to do, I had to. The only thing I had over the bigger guys was was a drive and yeah, willpower. Yeah, yeah. So because when they were like. I remember I'll give you an example prom prom weekend we uh, were in Blue Mountain and you get these periods in your life where you just want to you want to break through you don't know how to do it and a lot of exercise actually helps you yep. break through different uh, breaks through different things in your life because mm -hmm. you're challenging yep. yourself so one of the goals was to climb that mountain you know it was the middle of summer wet it was slippery as hell and I I we wrote we went up with five guys and it was it was so five guys. And you started to see people, they made it to one point. And these were like athletes, hockey players and stuff like that. I, I smoked cigarettes. That yeah. was the only sport I did. Yeah. Like I wasn't a very healthy kid. So one guy backed off that played soccer. Then there was another guy that, that made it a little bit higher. The hockey player backed off. Then it was like another big guy was well over six feet. I was like five foot one probably yeah. or, five, or, or maybe five foot five at this time or five, four, a small guy. Right. And, uh, 
and at that point he was a very strong guy and you know built and everything he made it to one point where he couldn't make it anymore no way and i bloody hell climbed the friggin' thing and i made it to the top i did like a rocky <laughs> thing and i had my little camera that i broke because it was all wet i literally because it was so wet i had to like pull myself up it was yeah. like you could there's no more legs at that time that's it was crazy. all upper body strength yeah. and uh and that and it was that's willpower right yeah. you kind of look at all these people that that had all the options in their lives were their, their families yeah like we were a European family. There was they didn't pay much attention to the kids. It yeah. was, you grew up yourself. It's almost yeah. like a weed in a garden. You just did your own thing. Um, so these guys, all the structure, all the benefits of having a family that was totally engaged with them, get them everything. But they can't make it up that bloody yeah. hill. And I look at life today, yeah. where I am compared to these people. It's exact same. Look how that hill went. Yeah. How people dropped out. How they stayed stagnant. Yeah. They were satisfied. People that didn't make it to the top, and then I'm at the top because yeah. it was that yeah. that drive that willpower. Yeah. Because like it even goes back to a small line that I uh, heard in the book that I'm listening to right now. It's like a per performance of uh, like a, uh, what is it called? It's something about high performers. But it basically just says is that a lot of the people that they interviewed, they actually did really well. All the top people did really well because they did have a necessity. Like they, they had no yeah. other choice. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they had no other choice. If they didn't do what they were doing, they would be out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have to have the drive. You have, you have to have, the, have drive. the drive. Yeah. You have to have the reason. So I think a lot of people that are really successful just had to do it. Like even uh, my coach Rob Vivian, like uh, I asked him, like you know, how did you get to doing what you're doing or whatever, or, or what pushed you forward? He said he didn't have a choice, right? He got married, he had kid yeah. coming, and he's just like, okay, I have no choice. Got to do this. Put the head yeah. down and go. Yeah. Uh, even my daughter now, so she's in, in competitive dance, and, and they're they're cleaning up their tournaments, so they're winning everything. It's good. My wife's excited. Everything I go, but that's bad too because if they don't, if they've never tasted the bitter, they don't know what the sweet is. Yeah, yeah. So now they they, they came second in the last competition, but that's good. I like that. Yeah. I, you got to fail a little bit in yeah. order to succeed yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To know what it's worth. And and yeah. knowing how hard you have yeah. to work. Even uh, if you look at Mercedes Mercedes uh, Formula One team, the Petronas, the MG F One team, uh, Total Wolf, brilliant uh, team principal, but the best in the, in the league, and probably what we're going to see in a while because they're already five championships in wow. which is as much as john tote did for ferrari when schumacher was there so uh but what he said is like when you're he, he made an interesting uh just an interesting thought he says when you're uh when you're at the top you gotta fight fight much harder because yeah. it's, it's not like when you're second and third you know where you are and you know where, where the top person is in the fight how, how hard to fight to get that top position yeah because when you're at the top you don't know where you're fighting yeah 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 and you got to keep pushing you got to go all out yeah so every year they'll take off all this so they have a big board in front of the, the factory in berkeley in, in england and it has like all the wins and all the championships at the end of the year before, like the first day back yeah you see some guy like literally cutting off all the things really he wins he started right from zero again wow it's not not over pompous over confidence it's yeah. like we're we're as good as our last year yeah so, so you don't done. rest on your role uh laurels right 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah same thing yeah yeah very good cool ready to sign off yes sir Hey. All right. This was uh, East Meets West with Steve Solonardo and Hussein Kameni. Yeah. You guys have any questions? Uh, want us to talk about something in particular? Reach out to us. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Actually, we got a, we got a question that we're going to be answering next week. We did some in depth review for uh, client that uh, yeah. sent in a question yeah. or a listener. So uh, we'll get that to you for sure next week. Cool. Awesome. Guys. Awesome. Have a good week. How are we going? Ciao.